0: guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 113 <laughs> um, of the Kitchen Stitches Podcast. Today is March 14th, Pie Day. Yay for Pie. <laughs> I'm Summer. You can find me everywhere as Summer Yarns, which is S O M E R Y A R N S.
1: And I'm Katie, K D B K A Y T E E um, B E, on Ravelry, KDB with a K T on Instagram. Um, I do have my account locked, so you can request to friend me, um, and I can tell you're a knitter and not some strange weirdo guy. I will uh, <laughs> friend you back. So let's see. Yeah, so it's been about a month. Um,
0: I'm really glad we decided to podcast because I was a little worried we might not. <laughs> we would be, you know, this whole social distancing thing. So, um, I am really discombobulated. Um, same old stuff as always, finished objects with works in progress, some cancelled events. Bummer. It is pie day. Have you had pie
1: today? No, I had pie this week. But I I do have my pie shirt on.
0: I had pizza and I think I'm going to count that. I really want pie though. Well, you can go down the
1: road on your way home.
0: Maybe soon. That would make Jimmy very happy. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about finished objects. Do you have any? No, I do not. I only have a couple. I finished the simple skip socks. <clears throat> is it skip, I think that's how you pronounce it. By Adrian Koo, and I used shipwrecked sheep squish sock. That's very hard to say. In the mercurious coloring, and these are for my husband for his birthday, which is coming up in a little less than a month. Oh, actually three weeks. Yeah. Uh, they're shorty socks like i said it's the simple skip pattern it's nice and stretchy i think they'll fit really well i really like the colorway Um, it's mostly blues with some um, kind of tannish and white for the most part and those they're like i said they're shorty socks he likes them short so they were pretty quick that was my work knitting for I guess probably since around Christmas, maybe a little after Christmas. And then the other thing I finished is a sad one to me now. I did the uh, DFW Fiber Fest Crochet Along. That was a pattern by Krissa Browning. It was the Turnabout, and it's basically a big granny square that you join into a cowl. And I used Poem, uh, Wisdom, Yarns, poems, sock and colorway 954, which is a gradient kind of olivey green from yeah, I mean kind of a like kind of a grassy green on the yellowy side of yeah. grassy into some really dark olive. Um, it was a simple pattern. It it took me several times to start it, but once I got started, it was really easy, pretty mindless. And then I made a big old tassel with the rest of the yarn and put it at the end which was optional but why not I'm not sure I've never made a tassel before hopefully it doesn't fall apart <laughs> but um I like it I don't know that I will ever wear it
1: I don't like how long it is, is long. really long
0: no it hasn't been blocked so if I block it out it might it, it might be less I don't know does, that bunches. would be my that's my only
1: comment on this. I don't Let's like see, that on. On. yeah I mean it, it bunches pretty well yeah. so it
0: doesn't hang as low as it seems like it would The tassel would give me something to play with, (laughs) and I know that's what I would do. Yeah, But uh, it was, like I said, it was a really simple pattern. It was a free pattern as well. But this was a a crochet along for DFW Fiber Fest, which unfortunately got canceled due to the COVID-19 recommendations, which was the right thing to do, but it makes me sad. And I feel really bad for, like we were just saying, everybody that has been prepping for the show and I'm planning to do quite a bit of online shopping to support them. My voice is funky today. And then the last thing was spinning, this is Woolly Wonka BFL Silk in the Fairies colorway. And it's mostly blue, like a baby blue or sky blue with um, pink and a little purpley. Uh, I really enjoyed spinning this, and...
1: Was that what I got you? No, this was
0: the one. um, This was in the stuff that our friend Um. gave me. I don't know if she wants me to say. But um, it's... I haven't... I just now measured it. Uh, It's about 250 yards. It's probably on the heavier side of worsted. Maybe a bulky... Well, I was going to say after I soak it, it's already soaked. I'd say it's probably a worsted... A heavy worsted but it's super squishy and it was really it was really nice to spend she has really good prep
1: all right works in progress uh, let's see we've had some nice weekends so I have been knitting at night or um, at lunch or on the weekend so um, I haven't worked on it in a while but I was working on the tuft wrap which is um, a rectangular wrap knit on the bias, I guess, using Plucky Knitter um, Crew, which is a merino and cotton. Um, the main color is Poppycock, which is kind of a tealy a blue that leans teal, Caramel Kiss, which is kind of a peachy color, and then Cloud Cap, which is a pretty like Robin's Egg blue. Um, I also I'm working on the centrifugal shawl by Chris Browning. This was the knit version mm-hmm. of um, the knit along for DFW. It is a paid pattern. It's, um, you knit it in sections and um, pick up stitches and wind off. and um, It's really easy once you get going. Um, mm-hmm. I'll knit on top of that which I like I'm using um Plucky Knitter Oxford and I'm kind of doing a rainbow so I'm starting with Wintry Mix which in most bases is like a white what's a creamy color but on Oxford it's a gray um and then like so I'm doing a rainbow so the next color is Lawn Ornament which is a pink um kind of like the pink flamingos Mm -hmm. That's where that comes from. Um, Abby which is kind of a avocadoy green French laundry um, which is the purple and boots and jeans, which is kind of a blue genie, like a washed out blue genie blue. Um, so I'm in the well I'm in and there's like five sizes five or six sizes you can use three colors or five colors so I'm doing a five color. So you can kind of, you know, definitely customize it for how much knitting or how big you want it to be. Um, so I've been working on that. I was going to say something but I don't remember now. Um, I have picked back up my Drachenfels by Melanie Berg. I'm making that in knit Knitter Cashmere, and that's at a sport weight. Um, in, in Cressy Road, which is purple... Drifters which is a um, really pretty teal blue, blue that lands teal, and Silver Queen which is a gray. And then I had started Cellular Shawl by Brandy Sharping um, that alternates garter stitches and rows of lace um, using Plucky Knitter Scholar 2.0. Um, Freshman using a color called Freshman, which is kind of a gray that had a yellow-green overwash and speckles. And then um, I had done the first section and then did the first section of lace in a color called Round Table, which was like a really dark gray, almost black. And I didn't know if I liked it or not, so I I washed and wound Green Goddess, which is all, like, a limey green, but I haven't gone back to, like, take the other skein of Freshman and knit that section to see which one I like better. Um, I don't remember why I didn't like the round table. I think part of it may be the lace, and it wouldn't pop enough or something Mm -hmm. like that, so, um... I just haven't gone back to that because I've been working on the centrifugal um, here at home. Because it's easy to pick up and put down. That's all All I have for um, works in progress. Okay.
0: So, I've got a bit. Oh, I left one in the car. Oh, let (laughs) me go. First is the stargazer loop, which is a very simple um knit and pearl cowl <clears throat> by Dawn Barker. I'm using Suburban Stitcher, Silky Mohair, Lace, and Single Sock. Both of them are in the Lanyap, which is a nice, like kind of rosy mauve color with some like orange. That's a pretty bad, like, it's a that really it's pretty, yeah, that's not
1: color really pretty well I might wear color like that. I don't this don't, is the kind we,
0: of pinks that I really like, like a really darker yeah. pinks.
1: It's a bricky, bricky yeah. red Yeah, it's pink, rose. it's not
0: quite, it's rose, I would consider it rose, but uh, I, it's still, it's one of those things, it doesn't seem like it's growing at all, but I did put in a progress marker after we recorded the lesson, so there's a good, almost two it's inches. Um, and it's, it's some, you know, just super mindless knitting, it's perfect for, you know, sitting around, like if I just want to pick something up and knit on it for a little while. And it's it's supposed to be, I think it was, it's either 7 inches or 9 inches. I think it's 7 inches wide. And I'm probably, I'm probably halfway done with that. It's also, it's one of those things also, it's when you, when I get to 3 ounces, I think, left of this, of the, um, the single sock. Yeah. I think that is when I'm supposed to bind off. So, we'll see how... I think it actually ends up. And then I did I did work a bit on the cross and diamond cowl, which is by Arena Anakeva. I'm using. How do I find it? Oh, did I forget it? Oh no, it's this one. Um, I'm using Hope M fibers and Mimi DK and Handmaid's Tale, Resistance, and Subjugation, and I don't remember which color is which, but there's kind of a eggplanty ish and a green, like a mossy green, and then a very pale pink with a little bit of that same green and purpley color. Right. And I think I have a marker on this one too. Yeah. So since the last time, I started on okay, so it's a pattern that repeat repeats you just change the main and the, uh, background colors, so I started out with the purple and the pale white or pale um, speckled, and then I moved into green as the main color and the purple as the uh, contrast color, and I am. A third of the way through the, oh, the it has a, um, a mosaic panel so I'm about to third through the mosaic panel on that and once I added in the next section I liked it so much I mean I was liking it before but adding in the third color really really made a difference and I, I really like this a lot I think I'm going to really enjoy it when I'm done but I've got a long, long way to go yeah. on it. it it does go pretty quickly more quickly than I thought it would but let's see What's next? The fern lace shawl, which is a crochet shawl. (laughs) I can't get, there's a a stray needle in here. The one thing with the the cross and diamond, when you do the mosaic, they recommend going up a needle size, I think, or down. You have to change the needles out, because I I would assume I go up at that point. Because
1: you're slipping stitches,
0: right? Yeah, so it it pulls in. Okay, the firm lace shawl, I don't think I put a marker in, so I have no idea where what I was the last time, but it, it is just a, it's a crocheted lace shawl <laughs> with kind um, I don't know even how to explain, there's no way to explain what a crochet stitch looks like. It ends up with these, like, bands. Are they the little shells? Yeah, they're almost. little, yeah, they're shells. Oh, I was pulling on yeah, here. that's okay. I know. And the lovely thing about crochet yeah. is it's easy to fix. But um I'm using my hand spun for this
1: which it's really pretty. I, I am really so
0: really pleased with this. I wasn't sure what I would ever do with this hand spun. I don't know why, but it didn't really appeal to me in the in this game. But net up it is so pretty. It is. So it reads overall blue, but it has it would one Working up, it has stripes of kind of
1: a brown
0: and um, like
1: tan, yeah, tan, kind of, all, and kind of a yellowy, a yellow green. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very like when you think of um, like sea glass. Mm-hmm. That's not right; the right word, but like stones and stuff like yeah. that. It's that pretty. It, it
0: kind of has a real naturally. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's it's really pretty,
0: it and is. I mean, I'll just keep going until. I don't have any more. Well, there is an edging that goes on. Actually, there's a choice of three different ones. Uh, One of them is, and they're all based on fern. So one of them has, like, the little bumps that's supposed to mimic the seeds on the back of a fern. And then there's another one that is more of a, like, a picot with, or maybe one is a picot, and then one has, like, a a lace point, and I'm not blocking it out like that. So I think I'll just do the little bumps. It'll take forever. But, um... I don't know how much, it doesn't recommend how much yarn to leave for the end you can of You always those, use a so. contrast
1: color, too. Yeah.
0: I think what I had decided was that I was going to just basically work until it was my wingspan, as if i found on video here, <laughs> 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 and uh, and then start with it. And it's actually relatively close to that. It doesn't need, I don't want a huge shawl, and it's already, I mean, it would already be good as in, like, a neckerchief type thing, but I think I want it a little. Just a
1: little bit longer.
0: Little, little, wingspan's still quite a bit, but, you yeah, know, yeah, I'll keep going until I decide that I'm either sick of it or it's big. I've been knitting with, I like to knit with my hands, finally and I've been knitting with this one for so long now, I'm ready to move on to another one um oh, sorry, my phone locked um oh yeah okay so the next one I was going to talk about is in my car I it it actually started out as just a pair of vanilla socks using undead yarn in the troll colorway which is a self-striping with kind of a a really pale greenish um not tonal but Speckled either. I don't know the right word for that. Like a semi-solid, I guess. Yeah. Um, striped with a grayish, with that that same both of them tonal e. And when I went to Austin last weekend, I gave my friend the um, pebbles and pathways socks. And she put them on, and first of all, there's another story in and of itself, but I gave them to her, and they fit her perfectly and it was just so, such a gratifying feeling and I looked at the socks on her, and I was like, "I want a pair of those so I was like, okay i'm just i was I had only finished a toe so I'm like <laughs> it's, I was like i can I can switch and I can just change and can do that pattern and I started doing that pattern, and it has so it has like a cable detail on. Both sides with a garter panel in the middle. And I started doing it and realized several rows in that I wasn't doing a garter panel, I was doing reverse stockinette. So I was knitting, I was purling every row instead of alternating mm-hmm. between purling and knitting. And I thought about ripping it back and I decided that I actually kind of liked the way the stockinette, the reverse stockinette looked. And then I decided that I was going to play with the cables a little bit, and I practically made it my own <laughs> socket. When I when I finish them, I'll show them. But they actually, they were turning out really cute. I did like a, a regular cable, like an eight-row you know, eight cable, and then I did like a four-row cable, and then I'm going to like alternate between them, and I think it's going to look really cool. Okay, then I have the... Happy Half Moon Shawl. I'm still doing kind of the same practice as before where I'm choosing one to focus on during the week. Um, I have one at work, because that's why I have one extra. Um, so it seems like a lot, but it's basically one per week since we wrote, it. Right. Okay. So the Happy Half Moon Shawl is a, it's a crescent shawl that alternates between just a plain fingering yarn and stockinette and a mohair silk and garter um, and every few rows every every few repeats of the, uh, the stockinette section you increase so it um, gives it a nice curved shape and i didn't i have it looks like i have a progress keeper on here I'm, i do have a progress keeper on here but it isn't it's showing you which one was the last Twisted one that I did. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I don't actually remember where I was the last time we, were, or the last time I talked about this. Oh, probably. Well, I do know that I've done about this much, about that much in the past week. So it goes pretty well. Right now it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. The the, uh, the rows grow every every row, so that won't that won't last. I forgot to talk about the yarn. So this is pattern by Susan Ashcraft, Ashcroft, and I'm using. Why did I close that? Or how, maybe it closed on itself. <laughs> uh, I'm using Chasing Rabbits Fiber Co- Company. I'm using Fern, which is the uh, just the fingering, and Gossamer, which is the mo- uh, mohair silk. And both of those are in the indigo colorway, which is a really dark blue. Very They're really dark. Dirty. Very dark blue. And it yeah. I really like I really like the color and I absolutely love this fingering weight. It is it's plump and really soft it is, and it's oh. just really nice to work with. It's very round. Um, I like it a lot. I will definitely buy more of that and then finally I think <laughs> I brought I'm um, actually this is my work project but I put so much into it this past week that I wanted to bring and show it this is the Adventurous Wrap and I'm using my Unwind Yarn Company uh, minis for this and I um oh the pattern is by Amber O'Brien and it it's a stripy wrap it alternates a mini with uh with the main color, contrast color. Excuse me, goes. I am about halfway done with it. Actually, almost exactly halfway done with it. I think I've got twelve stripes in, and then just over the past week at work. Where did my? Oh, okay. Actually, so I guess since the last time I talked about it, I've done, I've put four colors in. Uh, almost. Four. Yeah, I was barely into yeah. the into one of them, and. I've put yeah, three full mini skeins since then, and then since last week at work, I think I was maybe about here. So I've put two full skein, mini skeins, plus the last maybe three rows of another one. And I just started the next one, which is color 13, I believe.
1: So I'm not gonna say to tonight. figure out what out. I'm gonna do with my one from Diane. Mm-hmm.
0: This one, I really, you know, at at one point over the holidays when I was working on this, I actually thought about frogging it. I don't know why. I think because I was trying to keep up, and there was no way I could do a full a full repeat yeah. in a <clears throat> in a day. So I um, I put it aside, and now that I'm working on it again, it's actually it. Um, obviously, I am able to put on quite a bit during just a week. Um, I think I'll actually be able to finish it up sometime in April. And I, I do still have my brazen stitchery minis, yeah. too, that I want to do something with. I'm not sure what. I had some ideas, but I you know, who knows by the time I get back to it, what I'll have decided on. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Ongoing, I'm still working on the Granny Stripe Blanket and my Cozy Memories Blanket. Both of them have gotten some love, but not as much as I had hoped they would. Um, spinning. I forgot to write it down here, but I am currently spinning uh, Neighborhood Fiber Company Cobblestone BFL. I think is what I think Cobble maybe Cobblestone is what she calls this particular blend. I think it's I think it's BFL silk, and now I don't remember, but it's a uh, the Pride colorway, so it's a rainbow. But it's kind of a muted rainbow, not um, like an overwash, but it's not bright primary. It's like the reds are a little pinky. Um, And I actually, I just started applying that. That's why I was late. (laughs) I hadn't heard from you all afternoon, and
1: then then it was like 5 o'clock, and I'm like, okay, did she forget what day it is? (laughs) Which is entirely possible.
0: (laughs) No, we went hiking. We went hiking this morning. And got back around two maybe after eating, and I showered and settled in, and it kind of five o'clock kind of snuck up on me. And then of course I had, you know, had to gather all of this. Yeah. I had meant to text you and right like when I noticed you text me. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was 525. <laughs> I, uh, it's five twenty-five. Yeah, it was just one of those <clears throat> one of those days. But anyway, yeah. So I'm plying. I'm about. I'm probably more than halfway done plying it, and it's going to be a little bit bulky. I've spun it a little bulky. Um, it's been a little. It was been a little felted in a couple of places. I don't think there's anything to do with the with the dire, but, um It has not been my favorite spin. Yeah. Oh, I do have a knitting attacks to talk about. So for I don't know a year or more, I've been working on the off and on on the very a very busy monkey pattern, the knot garden shawl, and. I actually finished. There are three like main chart there are three charts and then an edging chart or edge chart. <clears throat> and I got to the edge chart and I started it and it didn't work out. Like I I knew for sure I had had to fudge already. So the pattern itself has three three um three wedges. And the right and left wedge our um, stockinette and then it's got a cable, kind of a latticey pattern in the middle. And I had missed, you know, I, I had either not yarned over yarned over, or something like that on probably both of the panel sides at some point. So I had, had to fudge it and make up stitches and I knew I had the right number. I counted over and over and over. And then I started on the edge, and it just didn't line up. And finally, I actually did the math, and I don't remember what it was. But at one point, I'm I'm like, that can't work because there's no way this number is going to go into that number. It's not not going to work. So I actually got graph paper and charted it out. So the the pattern was wrong? The pattern was completely wrong. Like, I am had there not. there been an update to it, mm-hmm, or? Nope, and there were, and there have only been,
1: there not have been 10 people. projects,
0: but there, you can do a small and a large, so I don't know if maybe if you, I had stopped at the small, if maybe the small, no, I didn't, because I was so frustrated. Or well, <laughs> maybe
1: not enough time was yeah, going by or something. Just,
0: um, but I mean, it was, it got to the, I finally, I honestly have not enjoyed that knit. I mean, I I really like most of her patterns, but this one I had had I had messed up multiple times, so it was kind of one. Of, it was kind of a slog, and I got to the point, and I just started ripping. And Jimmy's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't like knitting this. Uh, this is not gonna. It's not gonna work." And he was he's like, "Can't you email her?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I could, but you know, I I I the last time I did that, I did not get not from her." But right. I didn't get a response, and I was very frustrated, and I just, I, so I just ripped it out. And now I have some Shalimar Breathless to use on something else. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it, I mean, there's no, like, I, I toiled over it. Like, there's no way this is right. And I thought I had it right, and at some point I'm like, no, it's still, I had started working, on. I'm like, that's still not going to work out. And I'm not a designer. I'm not, right. yeah, I don't. And this was cables, and, or not cables, but, you know, a pattern chart. It wasn't just.
1: That's why I don't do charts,
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, it was very frustrating. But,
1: no, I have well, resurrected drawing. Like, I feel guilty for feeling bad about not liking something that I knit. I've had three or four things where I'm like, I didn't enjoy it either because I didn't like the pattern or the yarn that went with the pattern, Mm -hmm. or like, I knit a molly hat. I'll never do that again, Mm -hmm. because that was all like, seed stitch or something horrible like that. And then it was one of those, the way the pattern was written was, you had to have knit cables before to kind of Mm -hmm. understand that you do this at the same time as doing this, and you know, I figured it out. I hated that hat. My Adama cowl, for that's that's the color of the yarn. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Mm-hmm. And then there's in the same yarn, I didn't knit another hat that I didn't like. So I'm just like, okay, well, dark purple, the maroon yarns I can't do because it's just mm-hmm. the, my eyes have a hard time seeing the stitches. But I feel bad because I knit it, but I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I w- it ultimately seemed like a victory because,
1: <laughs> like, why why toil over it? Right, especially yeah. three skins of yeah, of cashmere. Yeah, it's it's well, seemed- not the one that you had yeah. to get an extra skein, yeah, yeah a partial skein Right, wrong.
0: yeah. Um, other crafty adventures. I am still working on a couple of cross stitch projects. I am really getting close to finishing the Christmas stocking for my husband. I've got. I'm on the toe section of the stocking, but I'm like getting, I bro- I had it, what I did, it, I have it in a book. Ironically now she sells the pattern online. So I, um. but I have, I just snapped a picture with my phone. I did, I remember we talked about this during a podcast one time with Darcy. <clears throat> and y'all were both like, why don't you just Xerox it? Why don't you just copy it? And I did, but it didn't, um, it wasn't clear enough. Yeah. Like it just, it didn't work. So, taking a picture was actually better so but I had to do it in sections, so there were three little sections like the last the like just a bit of the toe or the toe itself was on a separate page, and I had to do it in three sections, and I am almost done with the second of the three charts, so I'm getting really close I'm frustrated with it, not frustrated with it, but i there's a lot of um a lot of it. It has snow scenes, and it uses the krinic, um like the filament. Do you have a cross-stitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, like a metallic-y thread, yeah. and it's really pretty. It makes it glittery, but it's, it's a, just a pain to work yeah. with, and a lot of this little section, there's a snowman, so it's got a lot of that in there, and then... I'm still working on the catalog of Witches Familiars, which I I wish I could remember the whole pattern name. I finished, I didn't finish January in time, so I I was still working on that into February. But I finished February on the 29th (laughs) and started working on March. And then earlier this week, I realized that I had messed up, like, many... Like way below, like I, I work on it basically I'll take so I'll, I'll take a length of embroidery thread, which is six strands, and you usually work with two, so I'll usually take one length and i'll then I'll do all three strands, and that's how much I'll work on it at night. I realized several nights before I had made a mistake, and I had to rip out like. I don't know a section like this big. Like I'm looking, thinking like an orange. So do you like
1: maybe pick it out or pick it, up? or you just don't like cut it? I
0: pick it just because I don't want to deal with all of the little little strands. It's easier for me. And once you get going, it's not that hard. But I was I I just set a timer for 15 minutes each night and pick back, and I'm almost back to where I need to be. But I was <clears throat> excuse me, I was feeling really good about it. And I was going to be done before the end of March. And I don't know if that that's the case anymore. But, um, the first month was a cat. The second was a hare. And this one is a crow or a raven. I don't remember. A crow. A crow. Anyway. Uh, I think that's it. Acquisitions. Did you, you have anything this month? I only have one thing. I got, um. Probably, hoy. If you if you're not aware, she is either quit or is quitting dying. I think she was just basically working on getting all of her.
1: Yeah, i heard heard that she's not dying. Yeah, I think
0: like anything that she's putting out is just using up her stock. But someone had posted that it was her last update. Oh no. Um, they had said it was her last update. I'm not sure if that was the case or not. But I went and looked, and I got uh, two. Packs of her rose petals batlings, which are really pretty pinks and kind of um
1: orangey. I got them all good. Well, I had a moment there where I'm like, I can't see the stitches because I don't have my reading oh, oh, I hate that. <laughs> my needles flipped out and I lost like the last 10 stitches. <laughs> okay, but, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway.
0: Um, so they're her bat wings, and they're kind of, they're rosy color. I
1: got two packs of them, so a total of four ounces.
0: And that is all
1: I got. I mean, I bought some plucky, but, and I bought some more, um, yarn cozy things from mm-hmm. Substitch. At some point, I need to learn how to make mine. Mm-hmm. I got some fabric.
0: Um, in the kitchen, I have not been doing a lot of, a lot of cooking just in general, but I did do um, lemon poppy seed shortbread out of the Dory's Cookies cookbook, which is an excellent cookbook if anybody is looking for a recommendation. Um, I had, one of my coworkers really likes lemon, and there was, we had, it was not a situation at work, but we had um, someone, who works who used to work at the library and now works for the city's museum. Um, we had we have some old items that are related to the history of the town that my library is in and uh, for whatever reason for the past several years she has not been able to take these to the museum and now things have changed and <clears throat> we had her come look at them and she is an interesting woman and required a lot of assistance. And one of my staff members provided that assistance. And at one point this was, I think I had a doctor's appointment. So I was having to leave early and I needed to take a shorter lunch. And I went and told her and she's like, I'm taking one for the team, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. So the next week at some point I brought these lemon poppy seed shortbread and said, so um, just as a treat, but I have a great staff. I really appreciate my staff very much. <laughs> but um, reading and watching—have you, have you? This has been my podcast today. With you. I appreciate. I mean, I'm watching,
1: I'm watching TV, but nothing worth talking about. I've yeah. been watching Victoria. Oh I don't yeah, I think I'm in season two. Or... Is
0: there? I, I just have, finished I've season only, two. Maybe I don't think I watched season two. I, I know I watched season one.
1: I'm in two, or at the end of two, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, i I don't have a lot of brain space, so it's kind of just filling time. Yeah.
0: We're still watching Shit's Creek.
1: I haven't watched the new season. Have, I've been kind of saving them all.
0: Are we in the new season? I don't know if we're in the last season yet. I think we may still be in season four. I love that show. I love David I want to so watch it much. again, I think. Yeah, I could... I could totally watch it over. That's it's a that is such a great series. I just David is my absolute favorite. I like all. I like them. I like, I I like them all oh, honestly. Yeah, but I don't.
1: I, I don't like Chris Elliott.
0: He. Oh no, I, I don't like, like him. Yes, he, no, I. I don't
1: like him, Chris in general, oh, yes. and I don't like that
0: character. Yeah, that's. I feel the same. And this particular character reminds me of. Um, I, I don't know if my mom still listens. So, mom, <laughs> but, uh, that character reminds me very much of my mom's ex-husband, who uh, that she was married to when I was in high school and early and in college. And that reminds me very, very much of him. So, I don't like that character very much at all. But. Um, reading, I finished a lot. As I, I'm sure I've mentioned in the past few podcasts, I listen to a lot of audiobooks now. Uh, so I've gotten, you know, with a, an hour and a half in the car every day. Generally, I go through them pretty quickly. But so I finished *The Girl He Used to Know* by Tracy Garvis Graves. This one I was talk, I was listening to the last time. The main character is on the autism spectrum. It never. It finally at the end it goes into it a little bit. I think she had never been tested and as an adult something happened and she decided to go ahead with that. And that um it was that was really interesting, but the book I really I liked it overall. Um something happened at the end that I felt was a little manipulative, emotionally manipulative that I didn't care for. Um I'm not going to give spoilers, but um uh, well, I'm not going to give any major spoilers. Let's just say that... Okay, so it starts... It switches back and forth between 1991-ish and then 10 years later in 2001. And if we are familiar with things that might have happened in 2001, might there was... It, it's stuff. Anyway... Um, I also finished Five Feet Apart by Rachel Lippincott. This is a YA novel about um, the main character has cystic fibrosis and is in a hospital, um, and it's it's a love story. It's an interesting love story because it's between two cystic they fibrosis. A movie about that? They might have it. It um, was not reminiscent of but It was compared to uh, to A Fault in Our Stars in terms of in terms of the. Like, pulling your heartstrings and tearjerker type stuff. It was not quite as... I read that
1: in one yeah. night. It was uh, one of those I started at, like, 11 o'clock. Wow. And I was yeah. bawling at, like, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I read... I cried through the entire movie, too. <laughs> um,
0: but this one... This was not quite as bad as I that. Not it a movie. It might, it might have Like, been. just recently. That, I think it might have. I, but I don't remember But I really, really liked the book a lot. Um, I would recommend it. It is, you know, there's some emotional manipulation in that too, but not in the same way as the other one. Uh, But I would recommend that one. And then I finished The Huntress by Kate Quinn, which is about a Nazi murderess. Actually, it is not about, well, yes, it is. There's three different sort of storylines. There is, there is, A group of Nazi hunters, and and this is around 1950, and they are looking for a character called De Jaegerin, which means the huntress in German. Okay. And uh, then there's the story of one of that team, Nina, who was a fighter pilot in Russia, a woman fighter pilot in Russia. They were part of a squadron called the Night Witches. And then I read a story about that. The, um, then there was another main character, Jordan, who was a teenager slash young adult through the course of the book. Who the huntress is actually her stepmother. She immigrated to the United States, took on a new identity, and it's that story. And then, of course, it all kind of comes together at right. the end. And it is really, really good. That's the best one I've listened to in a, in a long time. It's kind of long, but it was it was a great book. I really liked that a lot. Five stars for sure. And then I just finished The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides yesterday. This is a current bestseller. Um, I could get it on Nexus 360 because nobody uses it. But um, that one I liked... Quite a bit. I gave four stars. Um it has a massive twist that like it actually like I'm driving and I'm like, What? (laughs) Like literally (laughs) like oh my god, did not see that coming. So um yeah, that that was pretty good. I, I reckon I think I'd recommend it. It was not as great as it wasn't five stars, but it kept my attention for sure. Um I'm just started listening to Chilling Effect by Valerie Valdez, which is a space opera. Okay. I don't know enough about it. The first uh, the first chapter involved hypnotic kittens, so okay. it was. It seems like it's going to be kind of zany, and uh, it should be amusing. Uh, okay. We'll see. It was. It's on my list because it was. Um, I think it was one of the Goodreads nominees this past year. So. We'll see how that one goes. And then I'm still reading We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faisal. I was reading that last time. It's on my Kindle. I literally get, like, a page every day. I, one of these days I will finish it. But I, this is why I don't read physical books anymore. I just don't. I, I can't. I can't finish them. Um, and then, like I mentioned, we were watching *Shit's Creek. We also just finished watching The Outsider on HBO, which is based I watched on... the last two of them. Oh really But you 've watched the first you 've watched my seven okay so yeah. i won 't say any more It is very typical stephen king um, if you enjoy any of his if you enjoy i've not read the book but if you um if you enjoy the the recent mini series that have been made based on his books you 'll probably enjoy this. It is quite graphic yeah. um, it's but dark. it is very dark, but it uh, we we really liked it. We finished the last episode last night. The last two episodes last night. How old is that story? I don't
1: think it's <coughs> that old. I haven't really kept up let's with say, Stephen King in the last... I want to think I mean, I went through the phase, like, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, you know? I read a lot
0: when I was in, like, middle school, high school.
1: <coughs> and maybe even college, but...
0: Oh, not The Outsiders... The Outsider by Stephen King came out in oh, that's a short story or a novel? It's a novel. Oh, it only it's only a couple of years old. It came out oh. in twenty eighteen. It's the part of the Holly Gibney series, which I think let's see what other oh it doesn't I can't link to that. But um, I guess it's not really a series, but there's there are tie ins. I know so that there are other
1: characters from other stories or,
0: yeah, or something like that. But I this is the only one that I've read. I we if you like Stephen King, you'll enjoy this. Um, and then I back a few weeks ago or I guess I don't remember when I started. I got in I got hooked into the kids baking championship on Food Network, watching old episodes or catching up with the current season on that and then realized that there's a whole like seven other series, so I'll watch those too. I just really enjoyed them. The kids were so cute, and I would, it was so impressive to see these little bakers, because they can really bake way better than I can. Um, I guess that's it. I would say, hopefully we will record again in early April. I guess we'll just have to see if...
1: Yeah, I don't have anything yeah. on. Yeah, I, I, I definitely... something in May, early May, but other than that...
0: yeah let's see eight, yeah probably I'm since we recorded late it'll probably be mid April I don't know I guess it depends on how much knitting we get done too I have my mojo kind of back yeah. and I'm always working on something I, I am bummed oh right I, I must have skipped past it there was an event section so yeah obviously we mentioned DFW Fiber Fest got cancelled and we mentioned I guess we mentioned both of them or that may have been before we started recording Houston Fiber Fest as of right now is still on, they not, not till the end of
1: June, yeah, it's not till
0: the end of June. So, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully that one will still, will still go on. Um, it is disappointing that things are getting canceled. Well, both of the conferences I was supposed to go to one in a couple of weeks and then one at the end of April, both well, got mine at the end of May
1: I canceled. Oh, yeah, is yeah. that the the um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, I have, they, I literally, we had bought my airplane ticket, or the city had bought my airplane ticket the day before they canceled Kasugi. So now I have $358 in travel funds, unless, ultimately, I kind of wonder if Southwest will end up canceling, letting you, actually refunding money for things that were including if you have proof that you aren't traveling yeah. because of that reason otherwise I'll have to find another conference to go to so that they don't go to waste
1: spend it on webinars or something
0: well it's, in, it's it has to be it's travel funds within Southwest Airlines they I have know. to be applied to a flight so no. I since both um, I have until a year from now to spend them but both Conferences that I would want to go to will almost certainly be after that date yeah. next year, and, and both of them actually are in San Antonio, so I wouldn't be flying anyway. So, anyway, the
1: this is in San Antonio, yes, yeah,
0: yes, because yes, I think, it. Yeah,
1: we can have
0: a yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, so y'all don't care about that at all. Um, <laughs> uh, so we will talk to y'all in hopefully about a month. All right. And <laughs> bye. bye.